Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 14th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be authenticity. So welcome Aries, hope you're well, we're doing an an authenticity reading for you today and I'm really excited for this. So we are with you, with your reading today. I'm starting out my new series of readings because I will be doing a reading like this in an episode for every single zodiac sign. So make sure you follow the podcast to not miss out on that and so you can listen to your other signs. Um, I have just completed my other series uh, which was messages from your ancestors, uh, which I did like throughout November in honor of Scorpio season. And that's kind of like my concept is that I do these kinds of series um, every single month with the theme, the, a new theme that is connected to the zodiac season that we're in. So I have pondered upon what Sagittarian theme I wanted to pick on and include and extrapolate on for these readings and something that kept coming through recently was authenticity and it is definitely something uh, strongly associated with Sagittarius. It is to an extent strongly associated with all of the fire signs, you know, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. That's a very important life theme for all of three of those signs so maybe you will feel really connected to that personally as well. But um, yes, that's what has been coming through that I felt would be really fun uh, for me to do and really insightful for you to hear. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, so yes, this is for Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising. Um, I did say during the last series for a message from my ancestors, I was like, listen to your moon signs. I think it's going to be great. Um, for this series, obviously you can listen to either or all three of your big three signs because that's the intention behind these readings that they should resonate for all three or that they could resonate for all three but um if i had to pick one of your big three placements to listen to to listen for for this uh season for this theme i think it would be your sun sign since the sun sign is about identity um but again you can do whatever you want listen to any of your big three and what do we mean by authenticity reading? Well, what I'm not sure exactly how this is going to plan out and will play out because it's the first of the series that I'm doing on this authenticity reading. Sometimes when I do multiple ones, there's a recurring pattern, then I kind of understand like what like the structure of the reading is going to be. But um, so we're kind of improvising, well, not improvising completely, but you know, uh, with you, which is why I think like Aries says the first sign of the zodiac is great because it's a great sign to do that with you um so what i'm thinking is that we're probably going to either get a message where there's some confirmations of where and how you're already authentic or you're going to be told by the universe where you're not authentic or where you could be more authentic and how to do so or maybe a mix of all of that that's kind of what i'm foreseeing for this reading for you authenticity reading and i've already pre-pulled a few cards for you haven't looked at them just yet So let's look at them together and start your reading. Let's go. All right, all right. So as I said, I've already got some cards out here for you, Aries. 
Um, and I don't know why I'm struggling. I feel like I'm struggling so much to articulate in this reading. I don't know why. I don't know. If maybe you don't. You're not picking up on that. Um, it's not. Maybe it's not connected to like the energy of your reading. But I just keep thinking that when I'm doing this intro, I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. Maybe my. I don't know. Maybe I haven't spoken much today, and I'm just rusty. I don't know. Anyway. Um, if it's connected to your reading, I guess we'll eventually see. But, um, yes, I feel like I have some brain fog with your, with your reading. So, I've already got some pre-pulled cards here. I have one oracle card from the Akashic Oracle, and then I have three tarot cards from the Muse Tarot. And I haven't looked at any of them. Of course, the Akashic Oracle, it's the, the cards, it's from a small deck from Etsy. It's very pretty, it's very fun. It's small square cards with like um, different imagery on it and they look like paintings so very colorful and different paintings on every single one of them so I do see the image of course which is very blue um, but there's a message behind the card that I haven't read yet and if you want to see your cards you actually can because I know that's like the only con of not of like listening to your tarot reading instead of watching it is that you don't see your cards but um, after I do uh, these episodes, I take a video of the spread on my phone and then I make it into a reel for my Instagram and I publish it on there. My Instagram is also at neptunian.serenity and um, I put those reels in a highlight on my profile called podcast so you can always find it there. Okay, so go check that out if you want to check your cards, see how they look like. Um, so we're going to start with that oracle card, read the message, and then your three tarot cards are face down. We're going to reveal them one by one. And for these three tarot cards, I just wanted to ask, I just wanted to have like an opening, like message, like an open, like to see where we're going to be going next. And I just going to ask like, where is, where is Aries right now in regards to their authenticity? So I think that that's going to be uh, insightful for us and help me know like where to go from here when we pull more cards after that. Okay, so let's start with your oracle cards. See what it says on the back. It is called Spiral Dance. Like ribbons on a maple, we each weave a dance that comprises our life. In the moment, we are free-flowing energy, our bodies experiencing movement and exchange. From a distance, the threads of our existence create a tapestry, a perfect harmony of undulating rhythms and unexpected variations. Remember, from your vantage point on this earth, you may not be able to see the whole pattern. Rest assured that no matter where you are in your journey, your path is part of a greater design. Mm. Something about adaptability, about having faith in something greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. Understanding that you're on a bigger journey than just what you're going through right now. Seems to be the, 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 the themes that we're starting with here. Okay, wow. And I love that um, it says the threads of our existence because actually the other tarot deck I pulled out for you that we're going to use afterwards, well, it's called the Weaver Tarot. The company is Threads of Fate. And the deck is called the Weaver Tarot. <laughs> and I think the concept of the Threads of Fate or the Weaver Tarot is this idea that, like, we can participate in weaving, like, the, you know, mapping, creating our own existence in that sense. Which is, wow, okay, okay. Already, like, that synchronicity feels crazy and so awesome. I love that for you. Because we are co-creators with the universe. <laughs> So you can weave your own 
threads of fate and the universe is helping you well there's a part of the your path that universe is weaving for you you don't necessarily see or understand just yet and that's also okay wow okay fascinating okay so let's reveal your tarot cards now starting with the first one which is the five of inspiration which is the five of wands hmm this is actually a card of challenge yeah i think that you're i think you're struggling right now Yes, I think that whatever challenges you may be going through right now feel very existential and I think that they take up so much of your energy and and stress level that it kind of makes you feel like there is nothing else. It kind of makes you forget that like you have a life. You had a life before this, you're going to have something else after this. Life is not all about struggles and even if this phase of your life is a lot about struggles, eventually it's going to end and a new phase will begin and it's going to feel different. I think that you're not even able to just sit down, ground yourself and just relish in that um, truth that things are not always going to be the same and you're not just a prisoner of your circumstances. You also exist outside of that because I think it's very um, stressful whatever you're going through. And that could be exactly why we've been having this message already. That could be the overall message today. Um, interesting and also something also interesting on this five of, of inspiration card is that you know often on the five of wands if you google five of wands you're going to probably get the rider weight deck which is card like on google images and you're going to see that uh, originally it's often depicted as multiple people fighting each other right meaning it's a card of conflict between different people but on this card it's actually just one person who seems to be kind of um, sad and sorrowful and keeping to herself. Yeah. So this is mostly about internal... The universe mostly wants to address your internal stress rather than your external circumstances, I feel like. Because that's that's kind of the part that you have most power on. Um... And maybe there it is true that like your external circumstances right now are cannot be really changed, so the universe isn't really like, "Look, we're going to fix everything right now, you know, maybe there is probably a higher purpose why you're meant to go through this right now, even if you don't see it, that's what your your guides are saying as well, the universe is saying as well, but um how you view this or just having you remember that you're part of something greater, that your life isn't just this. Or that you're not just how how you feel. I think that can bring you a sense of inner peace. Maybe that's what the universe is going to extrapolate on a lot in this reading. Okay, so let's reveal your two other cards. I feel called to reveal them both at the same time. Okay. We have the Ace of Emotions in reverse, which is the Ace of Cups. And the Seven of Materials in reverse, which is the Seven of Pentacles. Um, yes. You have forgotten... Or haven't been able to remain in touch with the joy of patience. Hmm. <laughs> patience. Not necessarily a well-known Aries virtue or quality. Which does not mean that you cannot be patient, right? And also this is very general, right? Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, all of you will have very different experiences and very different rest of your birth charts, right? The, you know, just because you have some Aries placements doesn't mean you cannot be a patient person in general. But for this specific sign, 
uh, patience is not a quality often associated with the archetype of Aries. Let's just say that. But um, yes, I feel. Also, I did peek out. I did peek that at the bottom of the deck there was the sun upright, right? Which is like the card of happiness and joy. Um. Okay. Okay. So the things actually happening to you, the things that you do on a day-to-day -day life, there are some of those things that genuinely bring you a lot of joy, usually. But the parts of your life that are stressful or challenging are so... are just... accaparating... is that a word in English? Are just, like... affecting how you feel all the time. So what I mean by that is that instead of, like... When you're thinking about the stressful part of your life, you're stressed. And then when you're doing the parts of your life that you like, you're able to feel joy. Your stress has just been so intense that it's just been permeating every single area of your life and every single moment of your life. And that's why life feels like it fucking sucks right now so much. And I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry. <laughs> For real, I feel you, okay? But the universe is kind of saying that like, hey, like, remember that, like, there are some things in your life that you do enjoy, that do bring you joy, or, or that did bring you joy, and also, if you've been feeling, you know, Aries is known to be a very passionate sign, if you've been feeling, I think some of you are even starting to question what you're doing, because you're like, oh no, like, I don't even like this anymore, is there something wrong, you know, am I meant to change what I'm doing, you know, some of you, it's like a study or a career, or a hobby that was really important to you and you're like, oh my god, I don't even enjoy it anymore. Is it time to like move forward or change what I'm doing? Or am I really going to like want to keep going in this direction or in this field? The answer is yes. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with how you feel about it because how you feel when you're doing it has nothing to do with the activity itself. It's the feelings associated with like other things happening in your life. Do you understand that? Because seven of materials and the ace of emotions, you know, ace of emotions and then the sun that we had at the bottom of the deck, you know, these are like mostly positive. I mean, tarot is always more complex and positive or negative. You get me. But, um, you know, I'm sensing a real sense of happiness and joy at tending to this, at becoming, improving better, at improving at this craft, planting seeds, learning slowly but surely new things or how to become better at things or working towards your goals and dreams little by little that really did bring you joy and i want you to kind of ground yourself right now and really visualize you before all of this big stress and challenge and really feel that joy and that passion that was really moving you and the universe wants you to know that like that emotion that feeling is still within you it's still there it's just that the other things are just kind of obscuring it because they're stronger. But this is temporary. It's not a truth. It doesn't mean that your joy about this or your love of this has disappeared. Okay? That's really important for you to know. Yeah. This is why the universe is like, this is an urgent message. Because some of you are even starting to consider like moving a different... You know, Aries is a very action-oriented, sometimes impulsive sign so you know when you when you feel like something needs to change you can be very quick to just be like well i'm let's make the change let's do it and the universe has been seeing that some of you are considering switching stuff recently or giving up or something like that and they're like no 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 no, let's let's not do that right now <laughs> let's let them know that like they need to like keep going that's important um so there you go i hope that that brings you comfort and confirmation okay <laughs>
universe is kind of saying also like in general it's not necessarily a good idea to leave everything behind or change everything when you're going through something um challenging like if one side one area of your life is very kind of tumultuous it can actually be much better like in general but also for you to just like uh, keep the other areas of your life very routine like very much the same because if you're changing everything up or everything is kind of going away and all over the place like that's going to be even worse for you so actually grounding yourself in that sense of routine that sense of sixth house matters virgo kind of energy <clears throat> whatever sign or planets are in your sixth house um focus on that yeah focus on your routine. even the things that seem like they mean absolutely nothing like i don't know you like buy your coffee every morning at the same place you know, those kinds of habits right now are what's keeping you grounded. Or, you know, if you don't feel grounded, then know that if you didn't have those kinds of things, it would be even worse. That's the kind of thing. So just take the time to really make sure that you're keeping those habits up and that you appreciate and you're present with them. You know, like really take the time to be present when you order your coffee. Really take the time to savor the coffee when you're drinking it. To just be like, okay, I'm here. I'm present. I'm, I'm you know, I'm existing. You know, I'm alive. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And remember how much it grounds you and, and, and appreciate that. Hmm. Okay. So. Interesting reading about authenticity. So, so this, yeah, these first three cards and the Oracle card did give us, like, a path to start with, but I don't even know what, like, question I want to ask my, my other deck now. Um, okay. I feel like asking, you know, intuitively, I feel like asking what is the issue here with authenticity? Because I haven't really been talking about authenticity. But if this is coming out during an authenticity reading, that must mean that something within this challenge is connected to your authenticity. So, for Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, please. What does this have to do with their authenticity or what's the issue here? with their authenticity please what is sorry let me just like you're gonna hear my knuckles crack i'm sorry if you hate that just i have small hands and when i shuffle the deck sometimes they're pretty wide and then my hands are very outstretched and then they end up hurting if I'm doing it too much. And then I feel like I have to crack my knuckles to be better. So yeah, weird confession. But that's that. The life of someone with small hands. I bet people with large hands have never ever thought about that. Right? Shout out to like card readers with large big hands. You don't know the struggles. You guys don't know the struggles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why aren't the cards coming out? Hmm. Oh, right when I say that two cards come out yeah i feel like you don't want to confront this <laughs> not the stress because i think consciously the stress you're like oh yeah i would do anything i want to know what's going on or like how to make it go away because it's so uncomfortable but um deep down 
there could be some kind of harsh truth or something about, you know, how you're not being authentic right now and that's kind of confronting. You don't really want to hear about it. Which is okay, like, no judgment. But, um, that's what you're here for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so can we clarify these, please, Spirit? For Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising. Yeah. Okay, can we clarify, please? Is your body hurting a lot recently? Because I swear during your reading, I just keep being like, oh, my fingers hurt, I need to, like, crack them, or... Oh, like, my posture isn't good right now. I need to, like, straighten my back or crack my back or something like that. Or I don't know if maybe you just crack your body a lot, which is strange. Um, because I wasn't feeling that way before I started, like, doing your reading. And, you know, thinking about what I've been doing with my day, there's not necessarily, like, a reason for me to be feeling this way. Um, Okay. Yeah, I feel a, like, nervousness within this reading. A kind of, like, um... Do you see that in English? Like, heart stuck in your throat? Is that even a thing? We have that expression in French. Is that it? But it's when... Oh, yeah, of course this is coming through during an authenticity reading. There's, like, something... You're going to have some issues with your throat chakra right now. Like, there's some things you feel that you want to say that you're not allowing yourself to say. And, of course, when I say that, there's cards that come out. So that feels like a confirmation. Because, I don't know, maybe it's scary to say them. Or you don't want to hurt somebody else. Or maybe, to a certain extent, even it would hurt you to admit the truth to yourself. So we have the... Conqueror of Cups in reverse at the bottom, which is the Knight of Cups. We have the Three of Cups clarified by the Nine of Wands. The Eight of Cups clarified by the Ten of Wands. The Conqueror of Wands in reverse, which is the Knight of Wands in reverse, clarified by the Ten of Cups. And lastly, we have the Seeker of Wands, which is the Page of Wands, clarified by Judgment. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I almost feel like I have this urge to, like, not literally, but, like, like not physically, but to, like, run away from these cards. Ooh, I feel like, ooh, about these cards, which is weird. <laughs> That's definitely your energy, because I never feel that way. Um, And, you know, right, right away, there's nothing, no, like, specific message that comes through, because I almost feel like there's, like, I don't want to take the time to really, like, settle and observe these cards and 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 and, and, you know let their message come to me (laughs) so i feel like that's how you feel about this situation so i think that you've been maybe convincing yourself that you have no power over this stressful or challenging situation because that is easier than admitting to yourself that you do because if you were to use your personal power that would be scary or you would have to hurt someone or say a difficult truth or something like that um and i want to remind you that power and control are not the same thing just because our certain situation in our life may be out of our control does not mean that we do not have personal power that we cannot exercise our personal power within that situation 
okay? Um, your only reverse cards. Oh, that is so fascinating. Oh my God. I just realized that. Your only two reverse cards are the two knights. Knight of Cups, Knight of Wands, which is just fascinating to me. Oh, wow. It's also, like, in the Knight of Cups at the bottom of the deck, right? So it's, like, in the spread, but technically not, like, exactly on the table like the other ones. Because I was thinking, like, oh, you only have one reverse card. Which is actually pretty rare to only have one reverse card. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. There isn't actually much blocking you, which is is what this means for you. Which, again, like, we're kind of seeing, like, you do have power over this. It's just that you don't really want to use it. Um... And that can be kind of hard, right, to confront that within ourselves, to realize, like, oh, I do have power over this, actually, I just have so cautiously not been wanting to use that, and therefore convincing myself that I don't have power over this. It's something that we have to kind of reconcile with and forgive ourselves about. Um, yeah. Are there interpretations for reverse card cards in this booklet? Yes. So let's start with that. Let's start with that Knight of Wands in reverse. The Conqueror of Wands reversed indicates delays and a buildup of creative energy. The delays can be internal or external, but focusing on them and getting frustrated is only furthering the resistance and frustration. Consider shifting your focus to something else so you energetically loosen the reins on your current fixation. Mm -hmm. This will free up some energetic space for flow to be restored back to your original project. Do not approach the new outlet from the mentality of, I am only doing this so I can move forward with the other thing. Truly surrender and let the project die, quote unquote, so it can be reborn as it needs to. Hmm... That could that could be definitely a a creative project if you do that sort of thing. It could be like oh what I'm getting is that for some of you this is a metaphor, okay? And for some of you it's like literally a creative project. For some of you this is about something else in your life that's not working and you're trying to like um oh how do you say that in English for fuck's sake? literally have the perfect word let me can i leave the app application on my phone and still be recording yes i think i can be great love that for me mm. give me a second oh there isn't like an exact translation what a shame but you're like really persisting on this project like you keep working on it you keep insisting of like i'm going to make it work even though it's not freaking working it keeps frustrating you and for some of you it's actually um a funny little ironic subconscious metaphor because you know the universe works in funny ways um about a relationship most likely because we have this card being clarified by the ten of cups there's someone in your life that you're trying to make your everything, you're trying to have it all with them, 
and really have that Ten of Cups, right? Because Ten of Cups, it's a very happy, balanced, emotionally fulfilling relationship. And also, when I say relationship, it could potentially be platonic as well, right? You, sh you know, you'll know who I'm talking about here. You want this person to really be it. You want to be with this person for a long time, maybe. If you want to get married, you want to get married to them. If you want to have kids, you want to have kids with them. Uh, whatever it is for you to, whatever it means for you to have it all, you know, that person being like your person, your life partner, to be with them for a long time, as I said, maybe to, you know, if you have any projects to do, those projects with them, right? Like support each other in your careers, um, travel together maybe, maybe it's like having pets together or having, you know, having a home together, you know, that kind of thing. Whatever it is that you would want with a, par with a partner, you want that person to be that partner. You're, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You're projecting your desire of who your ideal partner would be or what you would do with your ideal partner onto this person and you're trying and trying and trying and trying and it's not working because that is not their character role in your story. Which is sad because some of you are already together and you already love each other and all that. But, um, you know, it did say... Like, um, truly surrender and let the project quote-unquote die so it can be reborn as it needs to. I'm not, not saying let this person die, obviously, but there is something about you persisting on trying to make a relationship work that is not working or at least not working in the way that you want it to work. You could be very, without realizing it, you could be very kind of authoritarian with this person in the sense that, like, you want them to fit a certain mold, and maybe that's, and I'm not necessarily saying that you're trying to change them or that you're being toxic with them, because not necessarily. I'm more so getting that you want them to show up in a very specific way in your life that doesn't necessarily um, harmoniously connect with who they really are or who they really can be. Hopefully that makes sense, because I don't think you're trying to change their personality. I think you're just hoping that like, okay, this ha they have this personality and then they're going to be able to fulfill that role in my life or do those things for me or be this kind of person to me in relation to me or have this kind of relationship with me, which is just like, no. Yeah. Okay. What's also funny is that I just heard wrong person right time. Which, it's usually the other way around that we say it, right? Like, right person, wrong time. But I heard wrong person, right time. Which is strange. Okay, maybe you've been thinking that. I don't know. But there's something about, like... Yeah, like, if you were to think about your life as, like, a video game or, like, a story... And I'm not saying that you're doing that in a toxic way, but just try to visualize it, right? And then you have the different characters of your story or your game, which are like the people that you know. And then you put each of them into a certain box or in a certain place of like, this is your role in my life. Um, you know, this person is going to be my parents. This person is going to be the friend that I see when I go to work. This person is going to be uh, my mentor in my career. You know, everyone has a role. Everyone has a place. And this person is in your list of characters, that you have available to you, which you didn't choose. And then you're like, oh, this person is really nice, really cool, I really like them, I want them to have a really important role in my life. And then you try to put them in the in, in the case, well, in the box of like life partner. And then that person you do all those things with that we talked about earlier, right? But then it's just like they don't fit there. 
Like, that's, no, they're, like, their energies are, like, incompatible. You can't, like, move them there. Even though you try, you try, you try, you try, you try, you try, it's, like, not happening. But then you're sad because you like this person, and you want them to be, and then that box is empty. But you're like, God damn it. <laughs> so I think that's the issue here. Um, yeah, and that harsh truth that you haven't been wanting to admit to yourself could be that it's, like, wrong person, right time. Because maybe you feel like you are ready to like be with your person to build, start building, building something with someone special. And unfortunately, you're realizing that this person doesn't seem to be the right person for this. And I think that this is something that you've been feeling intuitively already. This is something that deep down you know, but it's been too painful for you to know. So you've been avoiding that and you've been persisting on trying and trying and trying and trying to make it work, which has just been making it worse and... um making you both more frustrated because you think you want them to step up and, and, and become more responsible or give more to the relationship or, you know, you want to do certain projects with you and they're just like, either they're not interested or they're like, that's not what I want to do or they're, they're like, that's not the kind of long-term projects I want to invest on and that there's other things I want to do or they're trying but they're just not capable of really providing what you want or what you would visualize you would expect from a life partner and so they kind of cannot have that title in your story or in your video game if we continue on that yeah oh yeah 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 and with the seeker of wands yeah that's the thing this person is cannot give to you the way that you want them to and with the seeker of wands which is a page of wands i think that this represents them okay that they are just a page and I'm not saying that in a way that's like I'm mocking them or degrade, degrading them. There's nothing wrong with being a page. Uh, because, you know, in, in the tarot you have like the court cards. And then, you know, there's kind of a, a certain hierarchy or ele- elevation between those energies. Because you start with the page, which is a very creative and enthusiastic and fun energy. Connected to their inner child, creative. But it's also the least mature and the youngest in terms of energy. And then you move on to the knight. And then after that, you can ascend to like the queen and the king who are both about mastery of that wand, of that suit that they represent here, the wand suit. And oh my God, that makes so much sense. It's like this person is a page. And then right now you want them, you're not even asking them to be a king or a queen, which, you know, would be understandable and okay. You're asking them to be a knight. You're asking them to like level up. Because I think if, if you've been with them for a while, like you haven't minded where they were at, in terms of their own development and how much they were giving to their relationship but now you feel like you're at the next level or now you feel like you're ready to start building something with a stronger foundation or something like that and you want them to step up to a knight level maybe you could be literally asking them to but they like either don't want to or they can't and that is incredibly frustrating to you because it's incredibly painful to start thinking oh shit maybe i love this person but maybe this person is not actually the right person for all of this (sighs) yeah i feel you love i feel you this is a difficult message to hear but you're ready to hear it and that's why you're here because yeah this person is a page but you need more than a page now you need more than just a page (sighs) and then clarifying this card we have judgment so you know it's and I'm seeing this very much as kind of like um 
I mean, you, <laughs> I was <laughs> seeing two different scenarios, then I started laughing, so I was like, okay, the difference between those two is insane, because I was thinking, like, it could be judgment in the way, in the sense of, like, which is not necessarily the traditional meaning of the judgment card in tarot, but what I'm picking up on here for you, um, it can either kind of be a representation of, like, you know, this, um, religious understanding of that when you die you get judged by god or something the kind of like uh and that's not only a christian thing right that exists in other uh, religions or other older spiritualities and mythologies as well there's like a god or a goddess of, of truth and, and and morality that just kind of places the final judgment or someone or whether or not you you pass that could be that and then the second imagery that i got was like the voice <laughs> Like the TV show where, or you know, any kind of type of like competition TV show reality where people have like a talent and then the judges have to be like, yes or no with their little button or something. And then they that decide whether the person keeps moving forward or not, <laughs> which is why I laughed because I was like, those are very two different um, things. But um, I don't know, maybe you worship the gods of the voice. Who knows? <laughs> no judgment oh judgment oh my god i never i didn't even do that on purpose <laughs> lovely okay <laughs> so to get back to your story <laughs> about this person who is unfortunately just a page in a way that's kind of disappointing to you and sad to you there's going to there's a moment where you're gonna have to put your put your foot down and be like listen I cannot keep going on this if you do not evolve from a page to something else. And maybe they literally can't. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe it's both. I don't see them, like, purposefully sabotaging you or, you know, purposefully not giving you enough because they don't care about you or anything like that. I don't think that's the issue, and I think you know that. Which is why this is so heartbreaking, right? Because I think you could genuinely care about each other and they could genuinely try, but it's like, you at one point, you have to get real with yourself and be like, okay... I cannot, me being patient with them all the time or enabling stuff that I don't think they show up enough or, you know, because the thing is, even if you love someone and you want to give someone a chance, if you stay too long in a relationship with your needs are not fulfilled, like you're going to be unhappy. And at what point you have to just put your foot down and be like, look, I'm sorry, I love you, but like, this isn't working. And I feel, I think you have to need, you need to have that talk with yourself first. And I'm not telling you that you have to break up with this person because I don't want to tell you what to do. But as I said, there's an issue with this page energy. And then with the judgment, I'm just saying that you're, you're going to... you're There's going to come... Okay. A moment is going to come where you're going to have to stop and then place... You know, put the final judgment of like, okay, this is how it is. And this is how I feel about it. And I am deciding right now if this thing can keep going or not keep going. And that is definitive. And you have to get real with yourself first, and then you're going to have to get real with this other person, which is going to be difficult. Um, but there is a need for you to... Yeah, it's like, you know, and when I talked about, like, oh, the final judgment of God, the imagery I'm getting is that you're meant to embody that energy. And, you know, I know that might come across as, like, I'm telling you to be arrogant and think that you're God. But this is more so me telling you, like, you need to be very... 
detach from your emotions about this person and be very real and be very standing strong. I also keep seeing um, Maat, which is the Egyptian goddess of truth. I don't know if she did anything like judgment stuff or not. You'd have to look into her. But you can look into Maat, okay? This is M-A-A-T, okay? There might be accents or something like that. But if you just write that onto Google, you'll find her. And then connect with her, maybe like, a, I don't know, buy an image of her or something that reminds you, you know, have her on your altar if you have one, pray to her, just connect with her energy, right? Um, one of my actually one-on-one services is a channeled message from a deity. So if you'd like um, to communicate with her specifically, uh, feel free to book that and let me know your intention to, you know, speak with Mott and I think maybe we can make it happen. Ooh. Um, but like Mott is really calling to you right now. She's really present for you to help you with this. Because this is really much, this is very much like one of her competences, right? One of her areas of expertise. She wants to support you and she wants to encourage you to embody her energy of divine decision making. And being very, um, uh... Um, is that what I'm trying to say? Cold-blooded, you know, just just executing your judgment without fear or without putting little words to make it less bad. Yeah, okay. So let, I also want to read from the book about the judgment card. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> There's, okay, at the top of each page of each card, there are like three, like, keywords for this card. And the first one is authenticity. Are you kidding me? Literally what this entire reading is about. Okay, wow. Authenticity, taking inventory, inventory, honesty. This card can give some people pause. It has an ominous presence and evokes a feeling of unease. Despite that, this card is really an invitation to look in the mirror now is a good time to take inventory of yourself and your life in an honest way. You may be feeling a need for a shift in your life, new structure, new beliefs, and a new way of being. This card encourages this. Encourages this. You also need to take a hard look at your past and truly integrate the lessons from it. Otherwise, you will be destined to repeat them. This can take a lot of courage on your part as examining our past behaviors can make us feel ashamed, humiliated, angry, sad, and fearful. Something to keep in mind is that people rarely remember what you remember. Be kind to yourself. Self-growth is hard, but so worth it. And you are at a pivotal moment in your growth. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. I love that I read that because yes, this definitely, this is why the stress and the challenges that you're going through right now feel so fucking existential because they are, but not in the way that you think that they are. Okay. This is not a test from the universe of like how much you can just withstand this is um the universe is giving you the opportunity to break a pattern is what i'm getting which is why this card was talking about the past um so either this is something that you've experienced before um and if you have i think it would be in a friendship because we have some other friendship cards on the table here you know being friends with someone for kind of too long and dragging in drag dragging it on for too long even though you know this person is aligned with you anymore 
because, you know, you did care about each other in the past, you did connect in the past, and you're hoping that it's going to fix itself or whatever, but it's not, and you have that one point to just be kind of like, hey, this isn't working anymore, I'm sorry, like, we need to either, like, reconsider, reevaluate the, or agreement of friendship, or to just part and go our own ways, or if this has never happened to you, I'm getting that this could be a generational pattern from, um, it could be either of, of your parents, but I'm really getting from your mother. That could be something that your mother does or has done, and you could either be aware of it or not, okay? You may not be aware of this. You may have not actually seen it, but um, yes, I think that could be a pattern from your mother or your mother's family. The people in this family do that a lot to kind of, um, it's you know, a pattern that repeats because it's never solved. And this is why this is coming through in an authenticity reading. Because it's time for you to just stop giving... I know I'm trying not to tell you what to do. Because I don't feel like that's what tarot should be about. But if you really feel like you're only staying with this person. Out of giving, giving them chances. And out of sparing their feelings and your feelings. Because it would hurt to stand up for yourself. And choose the, the right thing for yourself. Then you're not being authentic to yourself, and that is the and you and you should break up with them because that is like how you'd break the cycle. Okay, so that is up for you to ponder upon and be honest with yourself and then choose for yourself. Okay, I'm just delivering you this message. After that, you do whatever you want with it. But this is, you know, we're encouraging you to do this and be authentic to, to yourself in whatever way that might mean for you. And Goddess Mat of Truth is here with you to support you through this. Uh, through this event yes and this is also reminding me that um of a of a phrase that i've heard and and also myself have thought which is like sometimes sometimes you feel like shit even after taking a certain decision in your life or making a certain change but that doesn't mean that your decision was the wrong one even though it feels like shit at first it's definitely something that I've done in my personal life, right? Decided to cut some people off because it was really not healthy for me or I knew it was time deep down, but it was actually really, really hard. And at first I felt like shit. At first I thought, what if I'm making a big mistake? Or I was just um, upset that I had to let them down or hurt those other people. But I knew that like, I knew deep down, I had this deep inner knowing that this was the right thing for me. And that eventually I would feel that or I would see that in my life. And every time I've done this, that has become true. Whether it take whether it took weeks, months, years for me to really understand why I needed to let that person go in that moment, or that job go, or that whatever go. You know, it's always I've always had proof afterwards of like, oh my god, that was such the right decision. And I'm so thankful that I did that for myself, that I, stood up, that I stood up for myself, that I used my personal power for this, that I listened to my intuition and my deep inner knowing. So how you can be authentic is how can you listen to your deep inner knowing about what to do in this situation? Because, there, because either way, there's something you can do. This is not out of your control or out of your power. Whew. Yeah. Wow. I feel like... I almost feel a need to just be silent for a little bit because like this just feels like such a powerful truth that has finally come to light and I'm so honored to read it for you and deliver it for you I hope this is helpful <sighs> yeah 
and you're not alone in this process okay this is difficult your guides are recognizing this acknowledging this and they also want to tell you that like you're strong enough to do this that there's a deeper sacred reason right when we talked at the beginning that there's a a deeper path a deeper journey there's something else and just what's going on right now and that you have to trust and have faith that this means something or that there's something greater reason or greater something greater something in your life why this is happening and what this means and you'll figure it out eventually and you have to just trust that there is a deeper meaning this is that yes you'll have to be courageous but i almost feel like the hardest part will be telling yourself the truth first yeah okay wow 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 okay so i want to end this reading with a few cards of advice for you which i was already planning on at the very beginning and now i'm like yes this is so needed this is so great um and i want to let you know right now before i even start shuffling at the bottom of the deck is canary spirit and it says sing your own song say your own song i've been saying that so this is the spirit animal oracle and I'm thinking maybe we can pull like three cards, three or four cards, somewhere between two and four. Let's just see what comes out. <sighs> okay. So, Spirit, can you please, maybe we can ask Goddess Mott, particularly are your spirit guides. Yeah. What are some cards, some a message of advice for Aries right now as we're going through this? challenging period of time oh this is so fascinating yeah either way you know meaning like i regardless of what you choose to do what you feel that will be authentic for you whether staying or not staying changing or not changing some that thing in your life that's been really frustrating and has made you feel running in cycle there's something about like when you finally figure this out and then do what you need to do, exercise that personal power, be authentic with yourself and honest with yourself. Oh my gosh. You're going to end this phase of your life, end that cycle, and then you'll be ready to enter a new phase of your life. Yeah, okay. And yeah, okay. So listen, the last card I pulled, I was like, oh my God, because it's literally what we've been talking about. This is number 66, the white raven spirit, and it says, trust in the magic. Come on now. That's what we've been saying. And also, it's like the only other, I mean, that's not exactly true, but the only other blue card in your entire spread besides that first card. That I, I think we're going to reread your first card at the end just to remind you and to see where we started from. Yeah, I think that's going to be great because I think obviously you can always rewind back, but... It's a bit annoying. Um, okay, so we have number 48, Porcupine Spirit, Time for Beginner Mind. Right, when I talk to you about like ending this phase of your life and starting a new one. Then we have number 26, Flamingo Spirit, Embrace the In-Between. So right now you're in the in-between. It's okay, embrace that. And then when you do something about it, to be like, I'm ready to end this cycle, this phase, in whatever way, then it's going to be time for Beginner Mind. Then we have number 10, Buffalo Spirit, and it says the abundant universe will provide, but it's in reverse. 
and you know i don't think this is saying that like you're not going to be helped or that you're going to you know not be abundant or if you're worrying about finances you know abundance abundance is a lot about a lot more than just finances but i know that most of us when we hear abundance we think money you know i I don't think this is going to mean that you're not going to have money what i think this means is you know again another because you've been complacent for too long right and just hoping that things are going to fix themselves and this is in reverse because i think it's just saying like don't just trust that like things will fix themselves magically or that someone else would will do the work to make the situation work like you have to do something you have to take action now you have to exercise your personal power now i think that's what this card means and it's the same sense that we've been talking about and then finally that last card that that i already said 66 white raven spirit trust in the magic okay so we're gonna read from the booklet um not all of them but some of them so hold on okay so let's read the buffalo spirit in reverse just to see what the intended message in the booklet was when buffalo spirit visits you with a message of protection he is asking you to shift your thinking from poverty consciousness to one where you trust the universe will provide have you been falling into financial insecurity worrying that there will not be enough money in the future Have you been stressing and feeling sorry for yourself, worrying that because you have no romantic relationship now, you will never have one? Do you see scarcity where there is, in fact, abundance? Are you comparing yourself to others and falling short? Self-pity, entitlement, fear, and lack are all thought viruses that seduce you into darkness. Buffalo Spirit nudges you to make a gratitude list and be mindful of your thoughts at this time. Even if outer events have happened to challenge your beliefs in abundance, outer conditions are temporary. If you are suffering from the malaise of fear that you are impoverished, realize that it is only poverty of perception and perspective. Prayer, communion with your higher power, and gratitude coupled with compassionate, selfless service will snap you right out of it. Give to someone who has less than you. Be thankful for the tiniest things and say affirmations. Then you will remember abundance is the true nature of the world beautiful i'm getting that that message was specifically not necessarily about the relationship we've been talking about or that other person but specifically if you've been having uh, money issues or money fears or a fear of like i don't know being not being able to pay your rent something like that okay um okay let's read the flamingo spirit time uh well no embrace the inner blah can i read properly embrace the in-between there you go Balance comes easily to Flamingo Spirit, who sees what was and what will be and stands strong in the face of, of uncertainty. You can be informed about what came before you and plan for a future yet to be, but do not resist Flamingo Spirit's call to be fully present in the now, where the real magic happens. With one foot in the life you are moving away from and one in the future as you become the one who leads the life of your highest intentions, You must make peace with the fact that you are not fully in either place. Embrace the in-between. The presence of Flamingo Spirit is also a sign that your creativity is arising within you and opportunities are beginning to present themselves. Remain here in a balanced state of mind, for there is much to know and learn before going forward with new plans. You can trust this moment and yourself as you take in what you see 
and become aware of all that you are experiencing in this in-between time. Yeah, okay. Um, and then lastly, let's read the right raven spirit. We're not going to read the porcupine spirit, time for a beginner mind, because I don't feel like reading all of them, and I think you're not there just yet. So this is just saying this is coming eventually. But let's read the trust in the magic card. Nothing in the universe is random, for the intricate web of co-creation weaves together all events and has done so since the beginning of time. Coincidences have meaning, and White Raven Spirit appears to remind you to pay attention to these synchronicities so that you might recognize patterns. Even the wind stands in a pattern, participating in the magic of Spirit's plan for all. Align with the highest good and intentions, and you will come to see that White Raven is guiding you, an ally to you, and a messenger from Spirit. Align with the light, and you will start to recognize that all is working together harmoniously in the ways the eye can't always see and the mind can't always comprehend. The universe is conspiring on your behalf right now, drawing you to the light and bringing you the magic and miracles that are your birthright. Now is the time to trust in the magic of the world that is everywhere and in all things. Pay attention to how things come together as if by magic, and you will see the hand of Great Spirit arranging things in your favor. Okay, beautiful. So I hope that was helpful. I also want to let you know if this is about romantic uh, relationship for you. My the series I did two months ago in October, in um, in honor of Libra season was a love reading series, and I remember for Aries there was a message a little bit or along the same lines. So if you want to check that out, that's on my YouTube Neptunian Serenity, the Aries love reading uh maybe i'll link it or something but if i forget then just go on my youtube um yeah okay so i hope that was helpful let's reread your first card just to remember ourselves to, to remind ourselves okay spiral dance like ribbons on a maple we each weave a dance that comprises our life in the moment we are free-flowing energy our bodies experiencing movement and exchange from a distance, the threads of our existence create a tapestry, a perfect harmony of undulating rhythms and unexpected variations. Remember, from your vantage point on this earth, you may not be able to see the whole pattern. Rest assured that no matter where you are in your journey, your path is part of a greater design. Mm, beautiful. I hope this is comforting. All right, Aries, so that's going to be it for your reading today. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that that was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. That really helps me out. It helps more people find my podcast if you think more people would benefit from these readings. Um, if you want to let me know how this resonated, you can always contact me, email or Instagram. My handles are in the description of the episode. In that description, you'll also find a link to tip me if you'd like to do that, to thank me for this reading. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I do tarot readings, I do channel readings from deities, which we can, you know, do the channel reading from Goddess Mat if you're interested in that. I also do astrology readings and I do life coaching. All the details on what those offers exactly are and how to book them will be at another link in the description of the episode. Uh, check out my YouTube, check out my Instagram, to check out my Instagram to see your cards if you want to see them. And uh, I think that's it. So thank you for being here, Aries. I'm sending you so much love, so much strength and fire. You know, you have all that you need. Okay, I see you. I encourage you. I cheer you on. You're capable of doing this. You're doing amazing. You're doing great. And um, yeah, I wish you the best. Take care of yourself. Have a good day or a great night. 
and I'll see you next time. Bye!